Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Let me get back to the Green Party. Um, and the Green Party has certainly... Uh, Solomon out there at the moment. And as they enter into formal coalition talks with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael, the Green Party have called for sweeping reforms of Ireland's drug laws. And here's the Green Party's drug reform statement in full. The Green Party believes that the criminalisation of drug consumption is counterproductive in policy that perpetrates business models of organised crime and fails to address the public health impact of drugs. We affirm that there is a mere compassionate policy based on international best practice that could be introduced within existing constraints under international law. In government, the Green Party would shift drugs policy from a criminal justice approach to a public health approach, introducing these following reforms. Removal of criminal penalties for possessing less than a week's supply of scheduled drugs. Uh, Review of the status of all scheduled substances for the medical potential allowing for controlled cultivation as deemed appropriate for research purposes. Pardon uh, the release uh, of non-violent minor drug offenders. Uh, Support dual uh, dual Uh, diagnosis so that the health system may address issues beyond drug abuse, expand low-threshold resident stabilisation services for um, holistic treatment, um, expedite drug testing, it goes on and on and on, support drug law reform, reschedule cannabis and its derivatives from the Schedule 1 drug, Schedule uh, 4 drug. In other words, decriminalising people for having fewer than five grams of cannabis products is what they're essentially saying and allowing people to grow cannabis plants on private property and that's what I want to deal with today. So I want to ask you if you think drug reform is necessary or decriminalisation of cannabis is the right thing to do. They also want to tolerate regular uh, regulated cannabis coffee shops selling cannabis from licensed suppliers like Amsterdam. Uh, Would you have an issue with the Green Party's drug policy, uh, basically legalising cannabis, which is essentially what they're doing, and also decriminalising other drugs, whereby that if you're caught, say, you know, in possession of heroin for your own use, that you wouldn't be criminalised on the first offence, that you'd be offered help more so than criminalisation. But uh, we want to talk about, uh, mainly, I suppose, the legalisation of cannabis, and whether you think that's a good idea. Coffee shops, growing your own plants, and enough for your own, obviously, your own possession or your own use in your pocket if you're stopped. Let me know if you think it's a good idea. Uh, the number is 087-188-008. Do you support this policy by the Green Party, or do you think it's a bad idea? Danny, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Danny? Good night, Niall. How's it going, mate? Danny Dowling, you're in support of the Green Party's drug policy. Uh, why? Be, well, you were in support of the policy before the Green Party ever mentioned it anyway. So, but why, yeah, was, yeah. yeah, why would you be support this type of policy? Well, I mean, it's an interesting one. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a... Uh, I don't think it's a policy that's going to change on whoever goes into government uh, should we go to a general election. Uh, the people who've really brought this to the fore was first and foremost uh, the independent, now European TD, uh, Ming Flanagan. Um, Man, well, he's been, he's really, been doing this for years. Yeah, I know, campaigning well, yeah, for years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, very, the very first time he ran in Galway was under uh, a legalised marijuana ticket. Yeah. Um, well, he had skin in the game. He was smoking it himself, so he had skin in the game, yeah. Well, he says that he doesn't consume an island, but, uh, yeah. uh, well, 
I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't uh, say that he's a uh, man that would have any untruths being a politician. But, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. No, totally this right. has really been pushed through by people before profit uh, and uh, Gino and Richard uh, Boyd Barrett. Um, and it was bought, it's been brought to the House several times. And uh, we do have uh, laws in place at the moment, where medical marijuana um, is being imported into the country from Canada, from Canada, um, and also as well to derivatives of uh, cannabinoids uh, is being administered to, and rightly so, and being prescribed legally to uh, people that need it. Now, I, I don't, like, I don't necessarily disagree with that. By the way, and we, we've spoken to many people in relation to that over the last year who've campaigned right. for that, and and you know, and it works for some people depending on the illness um, it doesn't yes, work for others and yes. that's fine but but what I'm saying to you is this is what we're talking about here this is this is for pleasure this is not for medical reasons okay you know so this is recreational so yeah. yeah so in other words what they're suggesting is essentially what's happening in Amsterdam where you can pop into a coffee shop give us a coffee and yeah I'll have a little bit of that Moroccan whatever it is over there in, in, in a joint or whatever it is I'll have a, a, a toke of that there as well and um, whatever and that'll be the way it'll be or you can carry around a little bag of grass in your pocket or you can grow I think up to four plants in your own home so I mean we're essentially legalising cannabis now the issue I personally don't personally don't have an issue I smoked cannabis when I was 18 to 21 years of age I stopped then because I mean I thought I was going to end up being a stoner uh, so I didn't go on with it I haven't done it in 30 when years when was the last time you smoked? the last time I, I had I was 21 years of age Right, okay. Okay, and, and the reason I stopped was because I felt personally me, it was affecting my health, I felt it was affecting my concentration levels, so I didn't continue with it, and I wouldn't advise other people to Great. do it either. Okay, but that Great was just me. Great option for you. Yeah. Great option for you. Yeah, but, but the point is that I don't know if... I, I've been telling my kids, my youngest is 18 now, right? my oldest is 23, right. and I've been telling my kids all the way through life, you know, uh, smoking is bad for you, Drugs are bad for you. Alcohol is bad for you too. Be responsible with it. But, you know, if you want it, it's legal. You can be responsible with it. Uh, yeah. Because I don't drink anyway. But So I've been telling them that. And I, I don't know if I want them to live in a country where the government is saying, sure, it's grand. You can smoke your brains out if you want to. Yeah, well, look, this is the thing. I mean, there's several models all around the world. And no matter what happens, if the Green Party do uh, sell their soul and go in with Fine Gael and Fianna Fáil, I sell hope that they soul. do bring this in here. You know, we're, we're gonna, it's, it's not like they'll be able to change a law without consulting the public. You know, uh, as you can tell from my accent, I'm not from around here. Uh, I'm from New Zealand, but I've been living in the States for 19 years. And what's, years. what's the, what, currently in New Zealand, is it similar to Australia? Are you allowed well, to have enough for your own possession? No, it's going, to go into a, uh, it's going to go to a public uh, referendum in September. Uh, and New Zealand's looked very closely at other countries. And, you know, New Zealand and Ireland has uh, a very similar standpoint. Really, in New Zealand and in Ireland, we've got a soft policy on cannabis. If you are caught currently uh, on the streets with under 2.5 grams, you'll either get diversion or you'll get a fine. Uh, if you've got uh, cannabis for sale or supply, if you're caught in a public area with uh, bags that are divvied up, then you're going to go to court and you're going to get a you're going to get a uh, you're going to go through the system. Um, I mean, there is now, a I mean, Danny, there is a reasonably soft policy on cannabis in this country. Anyway, there's very there few there, there's very few guards that are going to drag you through the courts for having you know a little teeny bag of grass in your pocket. For sure. Now, you know, what we've a really caution got to look you'll at, get. You'll probably get a caution. What we've really got to look at is the larger producers. You know, uh, and just in the last week, just last week, we've had 1.1 million, according to the, uh, to the Garda, street value of marijuana imported into the country. 
right? Now, that is scratching the surface. We've also got industrial grow houses that are getting busted up and down the country non-stop. And these are highly sophisticated grow operations. And it's well known that the majority of these are being run by Eastern Europeans with gardeners from Thailand and Asia. And so your, your argument is we could be the ones making money off this rather than the gangsters. Sure. Yeah. And, and, I don't, and I don't necessarily disagree with that. But the problem you have here is I mean, what evidence do we have that if we suddenly legalized or decriminalized, which to me it's the same bloody thing anyway, but if we suddenly, well, I know know there is a a bit of a difference, okay? But if we legalized, uh, you know, the sale of cannabis in this country where you could pop into a coffee shop and have a smoke or you could buy your own for your personal use or grow your own plants, do you think there would be an increase in the use of cannabis in this country? Because research has shown that there may be an increase. And I don't know. I mean, we're bad enough with alcohol in this country. And look at the relationship we have with alcohol. It's dreadful. I mean, do we really need another vice and another problem? Well, look, there's two ways of looking at this, right? Current data shows uh, in America where they've really dialed down on it, especially in, uh, uh, in Montana, that consumption does spike in the first number of years. But they are finding that uh, that's gone down, and especially in the group where we're really worried about, which is 14 to 18-year-olds, is that the level is very low. Now, you know, it's a drug. There's people that have a uh, pretension to psychosis or paranoia, schizophrenia, Mm -hmm. bipolar disorder. There's a huge number that shouldn't take that drug, but they also shouldn't be taking well, then why would we benzodiazepines, etc. Absolutely, but 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 they're, but they're administered by a doctor, right? Now, and, well, and you, by the way, well, and, going, and I do believe going, they're overprescribed. No, but going back a couple of steps, you currently can be administered if you are on the schedule to a consultant medical marijuana in this country, right? It's it's, and then we've got to look at. We all know that the black market is huge. I'm in favour, personally, of decriminalisation, not going as far as what we've got in, uh, in certain countries. And this is being legalised all around the world. This isn't... We're not uh, inventing the wheel here. Uh, it's uh, that cannabis clubs, there'll be certain licensed premises where you'll be able, just as you said, like Amsterdam, be able to uh, consume cannabis in a safe environment. Also, there'll be cannabis clubs, right? I'm not advocating everyone do it. But the one big thing is when you decriminalise or legalise, the consumption rates of people that want to consume and get out of the black market and actually know what type of cannabis they're smoking will increase. And that's when the big boys come in and then they start mass producing. And what happens with that is the price level drops. Now, currently cannabis and the COVID lockdown is on short, short supply. And just That's because dealers can't move sure. freely, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> anything from 22 to 35, and I've even heard 40 euros a gram of, of uh, cannabis, right. which is huge. It's right? got up a lot since I bought it way back when Major I was 20 years ago. <laughs> but, but, but listen, I, I, I want to just, I, I don't have a huge amount of time, but, but Danny, in relation to the, the idea of decriminalization, right? If we, say, go down this route, and, and let's say we all agree with Danny and we think this is a great idea, and we start opening up coffee shops, right? The gangsters who are currently bringing in the cannabis and making a fortune out of it in the background, right? Okay, they're all out of a gig. So they're saying, well, what are we going to do now? Let's move to cocaine. So they move to cocaine, and I can see a massive increase then in the illegal sale of cocaine in Ireland. So are you suggesting then that we should then look at that as well and class A drugs and say, well, we should decriminalise them too while we're at it? Look, that's... Uh 
you know, that's about get, as uh, normal as getting a straight out of an uh, answer out of a politician. If we can just concentrate on uh, cannabis for a but second. But you have to look at you that, know, but Danny, saying, Leno, but no, Danny, you can't just focus on one issue. You have to look at the future and you have to look at what happens or what the ramifications of that would be because the gangsters and the people who are killing each other around the country and the people who are making money off this are not going to go away. They still exist. So they're going oh, to have no, to look totally. for another business. And and as well, too, if decriminalisation comes in, the black market will still exist, right? But, uh, you know, I'm, we, we all know, we all know that there's major international uh, drug gangs, Canahan's being world leaders at it. Those boys are good at it, right? And the major money that they are getting is through methamphetamine and cocaine, right? You know, they're still going to do that. They're not, lo- you know, they're not looking, you know... A drug dealer who is uh, in a certain area is flicking out MDMA, ecstasy, and cocaine. If you're lucky, he might give you a little bag of weed for the come down. What I'm concerned with is if we do open up this market, when the big boys come in and they start producing large amounts of uh, cannabis for sale or supply, let's say to cannabis clubs or through certain pharmacies, that we use that money very, very effectively into drug education and into social uh, benefit to society. So what I'd like the government to see do is to say, uh, when licences go out, that we set it up a little bit like uh, what they sold off, the lotto, where the part of the profits go into communities and the rest of it goes into the health system and into drug education. Okay, okay. Well, well, hang on just for a second because I want to bring Valerie in as well. Valerie, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Valerie? I'm good, now. How are you? Uh, well, you've heard, you've heard Danny's oh. argument. He, he's, he's agreeing yeah, with the Green Danny Party. He's with the Greens, by the way. He's not with the Greens in government, is he? Because if he was, I'd never vote for the Greens again. No, he's, no, he's, not, he's not with the Greens, no. No. Jeez, no. I'm just blown away with that. Sorry, Danny, what you're saying. I, I, have, do you have teenage children? Do you have children yourself? Are you speaking to me? Do you have children, Danny? Do you have oh, children? I do, yeah. Do I'm lucky enough to have some children, yeah. Yeah, teenage years or anything? Uh, one's a teenager and one's not. But uh, I, I know... Would you have any problem with them sitting down in your living room smoking weed there in the evening to relax? I totally would. Of course I would. They're they're minors. You know. Well, why uh, are you recommending it? No, well, no, no. Why, no, why I'm, in God's name would any sane person recommend that it's okay for your child to do a drug? I have look, never heard such tripe in my whole life. I'm really well, sorry now, right? But I have no, 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 no. You're fine, and you're well saying, entitled you're to your opinion. And I've listened to you for a long time now, and I'm glad to listen Thank to you. your view because I find it really scary to think that there's people out there that actually think like this. And I would uh-huh. absolutely never vote for somebody in government if I thought that they had a sentence of your view, to be honest with well, you. Well, he's only now, re- well, but in fairness, Valerie, he's only reiterating what the Green Party have more or less suggested I never vote for the Green Party in their policies. The yeah. case, and people for full profit and Sinn Féin. Now, if the and Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael. If the top psychiatrists in our country recommend it's okay for people to use weed and marijuana or whatever, well then, you know, uh, you know, we might consider it. But I have never heard such bull in my whole life. I've well, worked can I, in an can admin... I, well, no, 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 let, let her finish, let her finish, Danny. I have, you're, 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 admin, I have worked in an admin capacity in the mental health services with some of the top psychiatrists, and to see the numbers coming into the service of students, secondary school students coming in here, that are so messed up, initially starting off with excessive weed use, they might just, you know, occasionally use it recreationally, weekends mm-hmm. going out, then it becomes kind of daily if they're stressed, they're using it to relax them. Yep. There's a mentality out there that it's safer than drinking beer, right, because uh-huh. you don't have a hangover. 
So yep. that then opens up the gateway to cocaine and other things. You know, it gets more and more the fix. And the psychiatric wards have a lot of people in there are beautiful young people that had I totally agree with ahead you. of them walking I totally the wards, agree with holding you. their head with paranoid schizophrenia and all different sorts of things brought on by weed juice. So you're saying Look, that, you're recommending that we use it. Why don't we give out grants and put it in their lunch boxes all together? Give grants. Oh, well, look, that, if you're talking about ridiculous, that is ridiculous, well, right? What you're saying and is you ridiculous are... in my view. But you agreed with Valerie. You hang on for a second, both of you. Danny, and in your own introduction, you agreed with Valerie in relation to psychosis and paranoia and the yeah, evidence that out there in relation. But so, so it just seems bizarre to me that you're agreeing that this can cause problems, but you're willing to allow it to be legalised. Why would we want look, to legalise another problem? Look, I say, isn't that the whole point? hundred percent, and there should be zero tolerance to drug use in our country. And if look, people well, are... I, I, now, Valerie, Valerie, with respect, when, when we say there should be zero tolerance to drug use, I agree with now, you to a, point, to a point, to a point, to a point. Not if it's prescribed for... I, I, well, yeah, but I don't want to see some kid at 18 years of age who happens to be pulled over by a Garda and he has, you know, a little bit of weed in his pocket and he, he has a criminal record for the rest of his life. Well, no, that, I wouldn't agree with that either. No, I don't agree with that either. I, I, I do agree with I you. Think I, I, I think maybe going down the UK route, Danny, is not a but bad idea where you just caution people. It's not good. Look, Valerie, if I can just answer a couple of your questions. Yes, I do have children. If my children choose to smoke marijuana before they turn 18, I will be the first person to come down on like a ton of bricks. I also work... No, let let him finish, let him finish, Valerie. I I also work in the mental health area, and I've seen a load of young people. I totally agree with you, especially problems with psychosis, withdrawing from society, and as well to moving on to drugs. A lot of people, and it's been said all around the world, that it's a gateway drug. The biggest gateway drug that we have in this country is alcohol. There is evidence, and there's both sides of evidence. And I've met with top psychologists and with doctors. I've been to international conferences on it. I've studied it. I've invested into the uh, invested education into it. And I'm not coming from an area of saying, you know, peace, love, and happy, and everyone smoke it. What I'm talking about is decriminalising, taking the money out of the nefarious situations. Already in Ireland, you can go and buy grow lights, a grow tent, seeds legally. You can't put them in the ground, put water on them and grow them. There is enormous amount of society that responsibly uses cannabis. There's a very small section of society that make a huge amount of profit out of that. Same as with alcohol. You know, What's there's why about using something that can bring on psychosis and affect your mental health. Absolutely. I mean, you were right in what you said. Our biggest gateway drug in this country is alcohol, but we can't ban alcohol. Unfortunately, the cat's out of the bag well, there already. So there's nothing we can do about it. You know, no. So why would the whole point is again is the Valerie's making? Is why would you want to introduce another problem when we already have one major problem? Well, we already have a problem. And yeah, but, yeah, but, I, yeah, but you're, you're not. You're, but I'm asking you the question: If we already have, by your own admission, have a problem, and we have a problem with drug use too, but that's illegal. But we already have one legal problem, which is alcohol, which, as you rightly said, is a huge gateway drug. Why would you want to introduce another problem? Well, look. The, Why not the just real, say to people, no, "This is not a good and, thing." Look, and I agree with Valerie a hundred percent. You know, we've got to educate our youth. But the other thing as well too, we need to regulate how strong the cannabis is, which has been currently dealt on the streets. In New Zealand and in certain parts of Canada and America, it's illegal to have cannabis with a higher percentage of 25% of what's known as THC, or tetrahydrocannabinoid, which is the stuff which is psychoactive, which will get you high. It's well known, and I'm sure Valerie's seen it as well too, that youths in society and throughout are smoking uh, very high strains of THC, 
or skunk or shat, what's called shatter or uh, cannabis oil and it has if you have a propensity to psychosis or mental health problems it is the fastest way to end up into the services which Valerie and thank you Valerie for all of your work and everybody who works in the mental health sector is a problem Damien you're on Classic Kids how you doing Damien? How are you doing, Noel? How are you? You're a smoker yourself. Uh, you smoke cannabis, yeah? I do indeed, Noel, and I think it's actually a great idea. I think if they do legalise it, it should be based on the Amsterdam model, and then the money used can go into mental health services and the health services. And what about, when you talk about the mental health services, would we not be adding to the mental health problem in the country with psychosis, paranoia? Because, as you know, some people do have side effects to smoking cannabis. Ah, but they're wimps. They're wimps. Yeah, you that's need not, to... That's, that's, that's not a scientific argument, really, is it? Well, come on, Noel. You need to take you know? You just need well, to know. So, do, 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 just do, because do you properly. smoke it, just because yeah. you smoke it, we should legalise it? No, I didn't have any of them problems when I started smoking at 18. Yeah, well, I did. Well, you know, I, I, I found, stuff. you know, I was I was smoking between 18 and 21, maybe, and not even that, actually, probably 19 and 21. And, you know, I found that it made me dumb. I found that I couldn't focus, I couldn't concentrate, and that's why I stopped. Okay, well, it, it, I can see where you're coming from, yeah, I understand, but I don't know, no, I just think it'd be better if, because it's too many people, you know, are uh, getting caught with this stuff now and they're finding too many of this, you know, that that, But that's because it's illegal. Yeah, but I mean, and, and that's the reason drugs are illegal. So essentially you're saying to me, just so people won't get into trouble, we should yeah, legalise yeah. it. So how yeah, far, well, like, what, what we, should we legalise ecstasy? No, 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 no. And cocaine? No. Okay, so what, See, do, we, what they, do we do they, with they, those? They, you know, they lead to criminality, whereas cannabis, you're just too stoned to be, you know, going robbing people or you're... So you're too stoned to do anything Yeah, like you know that kind of way, you're and relaxed, you're more, you don't want to go out and how, do how much did you smoke? How much do you smoke a week, I mean, roughly? Roughly, I, I, I would smoke it from the time I wake up in the morning to the time I go to bed. So you're smoking it all day? All day, twenty four seven. And what do you work at? I'm not working. I'm on. I'm on disability. Oh right. Okay. Okay. But if you were, I mean, uh, thankfully now, most people are not on disability. Get, you know, if I was working, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't do it now. Twenty four. You wouldn't seven, be able. To, would you? Would, you yeah. Know, no, I wouldn't. No. No. Geez, you wouldn't be able to do it. No. But there are some people out there now that are working and doing it. Now. I think that's wrong. You know that kind and of. And what's, what's your disability, by the way, Damien? I suffer from chronic back pain. And do you find that the cannabis alleviates the pain? Yeah, it does. It does some good for me because I'm only seven stone oil, and it helps me eat as well. So it keeps me eating as well. You know well, that does, kind of way. Well, it does increase the appetite. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so that's what it does for me. All right, well, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to James as well. James, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, James? How are you doing, Noel? It's great listening there. Um, as a recovering addict... Uh, Can you fix your phone closer to your mouth or something, James? Are you on the speaker? It's very low. Yeah, I'm on the speaker. The, the, the audio isn't great. Can you hear me? All right, now? go on, go on, go on. Fire away, come on. Yeah, as a, a recovering addict for the past six years, I'm, I'm a bit insulted, especially by the, the comment there about it's only wimps. That, yeah, well, you uh, said it's only, yeah, it's only wimps, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that incredibly insulting. I, uh, as a recovering addict, it's been six years now since I've had any, any sort of drug or any sort of drink, and I don't like the, the differentiating between uh, weed and other drugs as weed just being this happy-go-lucky drug that everybody just gets happy over and there's no consequences to anybody else or to the person that's taken it. I can tell you categorically that's not true. Towards the end, I was probably just smoking weed and just drinking, and I was afraid to go outside my door. I was afraid to bump into people. So the thought inside my head was that I, I couldn't explain the stuff that was going through my head. I was so you were, you were suffering from psychosis and paranoia? 
I was, I was. And towards the very end, I, I didn't see there was any way out. And I wasn't taking any other kind of drug. I was just smoking weed and having a few drinks. And, and how much were you spending a week on weed, by the way? It, it, it was as much, as much as I could get. Okay, so as okay, you could okay, you'd smoke anything you could get at that stage. Yeah, I could, and like I, I understand that there are some people out there who can have a few drinks. There are some people who can have a few drinks at the weekend and go do their five days work. But there are some people who can't do that, and it's more than I mean, I know I, I do accept there are people who can smoke it and are functioning, uh, but I do accept that there are people like yourself, James, who weren't functioning very well. And you know, Danny, uh, James is a classic example of somebody who got addicted. Uh, now, you can say that, the, that you know, cannabis is not addic- an addictive substance, but it is psychologically. Um, and James was clearly addicted. Um, thankfully, he's so, uh, you've sorted yourself out, James, yeah? Yeah, I've got a great life now. I don't have those thoughts anymore. I'm, not, I'm more paranoid, and that's because I removed that drug from my life. Well, Danny, what do you, okay, what do you say, Danny? I'd say fair, fair play, James, and I'm delighted to see you've got out of that. And uh, you know, I'm, one of the most horrible things that anyone can go through is mental illness and drug addiction, and as well to psychosis. There's nothing worse. I've been there before in, my, in the past, uh, and I know many, many people who do excessively use cannabis and uh, and are in depression or using dual drug use. You know, I'd, I'd have to, and I agree with you. You know, you're there's a ridiculous statement to say you're a wimp. You know. Uh, if you get it, uh, you get too stoned. But like the the cold hard fact is, and James will tell you this as well too. When you're addicted, whether it's alcohol, cannabis, cocaine, um, heroin, all up the scale of illegal drugs, you will do anything to get that. And more often than not, it's a double codependency. He was just saying there that he could have a couple of beers, but he really felt that he needed the weed. Um, and at the start of smoking, you know, you might feel relaxed. Uh, or a little bit happy, but if you continuously do that, you know, and overload yourself with this, and you're pr- prone to psychosis, you will unfortunately be in that. And you know, it sounds like James has got health, uh, help, and that's when, as society, I'm listening to you, Danny, and you're making a better argument, to be honest with you, for not legalizing it because you're no. agreeing that people get psychosis or people, I suppose, you know, are get paranoia and all these things, and people do suffer from these problems if they if they overuse it, just like people who are alcoholics if they overuse alcohol. Uh, yeah. But but so you're you're actually making a stronger argument for not wanting to legalize it. No, no, no. Well, if I'm giving that impression, I'm sorry. You know, and number one, I'm not affiliated to any party, right? Yeah, I'm not a member of the Greens. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say who I vote for, right? But every single political party and independents do have a policy on cannabis and deregulation of certain drugs. I'm only concentrating on cannabis here, right? We already know, we already know that the vast majority of people have either tried cannabis or smoke it regularly. I'm in favour... I'm not in favour of the Amsterdam model, right? Because what happens in Amsterdam, it's grey area. It's illegal for anybody in Amsterdam to grow more than one plant, not four. And the supply that comes from the manufacturers and large industrial grows is a complete grey area. How they get their cannabis from those areas into the cannabis shops, into the cafes, right? I'm talking about those licence holders legally growing it in large amounts where we give them an extremely expensive license, we regulate it, and we take at least 80% of the profit and use it for the health We don't need the money. But but hang on, with the greatest respect, we don't need money that desperately, Danny. 
Yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do no, not. To, 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 to legalise drugs, we need money desperately. That, that desperately, to legalise drugs. No, no, no. Well, it's an option. We don't, we, of, well, right? we I, I don't need any state needs that money that desperately that you would legalise drugs just on the basis of money. Look, Niall, we already have a drug problem. It's called alcohol. And, well, and, and cigarette smoke as well. Yeah. beforehand, Irish people got the still going and sold uh, potching, right? At the moment as well, too, there's many people in society that would grow a plant or two. They don't go out to, to make a couple of thousand a week. They're not buying nine bars and selling them off to 20, in 20 spots to teenagers. No, I'm completely against that. Okay, well, 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 hang, well hang on, for, just hang on for a second, because I want to bring Bonnie in as well. Bonnie, you're on and Classic taking And Hello. taking the money out of the okay. black market and putting it straight. Okay, okay, no, I get, I get what the point you're making, Danny. Bonnie, go ahead. Hello, um, I'm an ex-alcoholic and I'm an ex-drug addict. I started taking drugs when I was 11 years old. I stopped taking them when I was 21. I started smoking weed to be to come off class A drugs. Now, I mean, I took everything bar heroin. I tried it once and it freaked me out and I never touched it again. But your cocaine and your ecstasy and your acid and your everything else. I live used to live in West Cork, party central of Ireland, right? You'd have rave parties in the 90s. You'd have two-year-old kids running around in nappies and their parents be off the game completely. I didn't want that for my child. I smoke weed. I run a house. I have six dogs. I have a horse. I have four cats. I have a child. I have everything. <laughs> you have a lot going you know, on there. All right, Jack. Do you know what I mean? And to be quite honest, when you reach 18, you are an adult. If you want to choose to go drinking or you want to choose to sit down and smoke a joint, you have every right in which to do well, that. Well, you don't. It's illegal, by the way. You don't have every right to do that. But when you turn 18, that is your choice. No, it, well, it's not, well, it's not. That's not That's not a fair argument, Bonnie, because it's not your choice. You can go out and drink alcohol if you want, but it's illegal in this right. country to take drugs. How, right. Here's another one, right? Okay. How many people get beaten up every day because of alcohol abuse? How many people go out on the weekend, get drunk, start an argument? How many people sit at home, oh, yeah. a joint, I'm go not, out Bonnie, and I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with you. Alcohol is a huge problem in society. Absolutely massive. If we were to come along today, if there was never alcohol and we were to come along and say, we want to legalise this product that you drink and it makes you mental, we'd never legalise it. So in saying that, that, that's already with us. We already have that problem and we have a huge problem with the relationship we have as Irish people with alcohol. The point is, why would you then want another problem? Because it's not a problem. Uh, it's how, not, no, it is how, a problem. Hang on. Hang how on. I know with the greatest respect, You've Bonnie. It's not a problem for you. Uh, yeah, no, hang on. You've got people sitting in a pub. Somebody knocks somebody's pint over. Oh, how dare you? And Absolutely. And, and that's a problem. I'm not disagreeing with you. That is a problem. I'm asking you why you would want another problem. Because it may not be a problem for you, Bonnie, but it's a problem for a lot of people smoking drugs. You look at the medical effects of weed. Has it not been proven to stop... Um, What's it called? Um, what? Fits. Uh, epileptic fits. Not smoking it. No, medical marijuana, medicated marijuana has been pr- proven by some people say that it has an effect. But it, it's certainly not smoking it. That's in relation to children, by the way. Okay, more so than thinking, Niall, the science what about is Leaving all that aside, the point is, Bonnie, you, you've listened to James a few minutes ago, who was, a, who was an addict. He was smoking way too much weed. He was paranoia. Uh, he suffered from paranoia and psychosis. There, yeah, I have plenty of friends who've tried smoking weed and they've ended up having massive problems with so it. So why would you want to legalise it? Because for, for certain people, it does help. Okay, but you can't, you can't make legislation based on certain people. You make legislation based on, on, you know, on the health implications of anything. 
Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.